0: Welcome to your Found Family Podcast, where we don't just have a heart-to-heart, we connect soul-to-soul. I'm your host Lizzie, a certified coaching practitioner who found family outside of blood family. In our found family, you are accepted and assured that you are not alone. Subscribe and tune in for educational and empowering soul chats with women from all over the world, talking about well-being, personal growth and development, and mental and emotional health. Welcome back to another episode of Sound Family. I'm really excited. I have another special guest with me here today, Marnie, and we're going to be talking about journaling and mental health. Marnie Amsalem, PhD, is a licensed clinical psychologist and author based in Metro New York City and Churchill County, Connecticut. In her private practice, she helped clients develop skills to more effectively navigate challenges and build resilience. For more information on her practice, books, and workshops, visit www.SmartHealthPsych.com and www.WriteReflectGrow.com. I will have both of those links in the description of this podcast. Barney, hello and welcome.
1: Hello. Thank you so much for having me today. Of course. My pleasure.
0: Thank you so much. I'm super excited. Journaling is a fantastic topic and I'm So excited to hear and learn more from you and be able to share more about journaling um, with our community. Great. Yay! And so to start us off, when did you start journaling and what was the primary reason?
1: Oh, I, I consider myself a lifelong journaler. I could not tell you the first time I ever did, but I definitely kept diaries when I was a kid. And really when we think about journaling, Anytime we're recording something, that is essentially journaling. So whether we're, you know, tracking things that we're eating or we're writing diary entries, um, that is journaling.
0: Absolutely. And how powerful is that? I, I have to, to say that in terms of, like, writing down thoughts and things, I'm, I'm on a very similar, um, you know, I can relate to you because I also started journaling at a very, very young age. And I've kept the many journals that I've had over the years. And now looking back at, you know, from 2020 to like even the 2000s or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. book I have in front of me, it is amazing to see how much growth has happened and just to even – it's like you're – in a time machine, and you're going back to when you were that age and, like, Absolutely. reliving re- everything.
1: <laughs> yeah, you are re- you are revisiting yourself at a different point in time. So it is really that window into who you are, you know, who you are now, who you were then, um, and, you know, regardless of whether it's kind of that, deep, um, you know, emotional experience that you were having then, or even just kind of tracking your activities of the day. I met with this person. I had this appointment. Um, it is it is kind of capturing a point in time. And you, when it's recorded and you save it, you can go back to it anytime and um, really notice a lot of things.
0: Absolutely. And that's so magical. I, I've been recently reflecting on that this time-traveling kind of thought, and I I love that you said window because it really is this, like, window that you're looking into, so that's really awesome. And what does journaling mean to you now?
1: Oh, it means just that. It means being, you know, recording and, you know, having that opportunity to learn and reflect on the process of um, capturing things and, you know, writing things down, whether it is actually, you know, with a pen and um, a traditional journal or it's recording digitally um, in some way, it is the process of capturing something, recording it, and then, um, you know, saving it in some form.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I've been using the app a lot as well. And
0: I I just recently started, I would say, maybe mm, like three years ago, and, and the documentation was really that first aha moment that I personally had that was, really this breakthrough moment of breaking free from just, you know, the, the stress that I was feeling having grown up with, you know, a parent who has narcissistic personality disorder. And that was really what started. I even started labeling like the dates so that I could go back and be like, okay, so this is the time in which I made a decision to do X and Y and Z. And it really is just so powerful to go back and reference. So that.
1: Absolutely, you can That's see awesome. too much from from that you know from the process of going back and looking and when you do date it you will you know you will have that point in time um marked so it's there's no question as to when that happened, but you can see certain things right um whether you made a decision at a certain point and you can see um growth in you from having made that decision or um you, you look at something that you wrote say 8 years ago and your whatever you would have written today is exactly the same that um that's also an indication of okay you know are there are there you know actions i can take to change things up for me a little bit what could i do um, right self reflection uh, so, it's so
0: important <laughs> absolutely and with the mental health space in terms of you know, as, as we talked about, like, the topic of journaling and mental health. Yes. How can journaling help those who are living with a mental illness?
1: Sure. So I like to think of the, you know, the concept of mental health to span everything. It's really our emotional experience, our, our uh, experience as far as our thoughts, our cognitive experience, and the uh, lifestyle um, things that we, um, you know, that we engage in that help promote health. So whether we're talking about um, – you know the the journey of uh, maintaining mental health or um working to manage um mental you know mental illness it's it's something that we really all can do to help promote them mm. so um it it has a you know tremendous role journaling can be a tool um I really think that you know the key component is openness to that process of mm-hmm. journaling. Um, and when someone is interested, when somebody is open to that experience, the potential for growth um, is is really limitless.
0: Absolutely. And are there different ways – actually, this is a, a really great segue into the next question in terms of how do you incorporate journaling into your practice? Are there certain things that um, you help guide people mm-hmm. towards yeah, journaling? Yeah,
1: so that was something when, um, you know, I didn't – Come with an agenda to therapy sessions ever, you know, at any point, and say, you know what, this is what I think this person should do. You know, walking into the room without really um, knowing what they were bringing. Um, it journaling as a therapeutic tool has um, really kind of become a natural, um, uh, uh, I guess, an ad, you know, adjunct to treatment for so many people that are either kind of journaling on their own as it is, mm-hmm. or are to work through, um, you know, a situation or a decision currently and are just wanting a little bit of um, space to process what they're going through. So when those situations present themselves, um, it is, you know, kind of a, a very – um, direct go to that you know this can be a, a useful tool and again if they're already someone who is open to that you know to the experience of journaling they'll they'll uh, understand right away um, but in addition to kind of exploring things another very useful um, purpose of journaling that can be used in therapy is tracking um, things so whether we're talking about you know I don't know if you've ever Kept um, any sort of a food diary or um, any sort of mood diary or sleep tracker in any way. There's a lot of our behaviors, our habits, our patterns Mm. that when we record them, you know, if we're trying to learn something about ourselves or just trying to. You know, to keep track of, let's say we're having some sort of symptom going on, um, you know, health related and you know, let's let's keep track of what else is going on, what what were our you know, what was the physical activity today, what did we eat and when, um, you know, when we have that all um written down, we will number one have a record of that so we could always go back and say, Oh yeah, this has been happening for mm. now. But we'll also start to recognize patterns that might start to show up over time that, oh, this is, you know, this is how I tend to feel in the morning or this is, you know, after I eat certain things, I might, you know, I might feel this way. Um, and a lot of people that regularly experience anxiety or mood fluctuations have um taken it upon themselves, really, to, um, sometimes, or they'll get that suggestion from others, to start to track their moods and record, um, you know, how, how they're feeling. And, of course, there's any number of ways to do that. It's really, um, you know, about finding the right fit um, as far as technique of how to do that. But even simply starting with a, you know, a spreadsheet or a list um, and writing down, you know, date. Um, how they would, um, you know, how they describe their mood or maybe even using some sort of emoji or or image. Mm. Um, And that can vary throughout the day too.
0: Absolutely. And that actually helps answer another question that I was going to ask about, like different formats or ways to journal and what are some suggestions that you might have and what you personally have found to be the most effective.
1: Yeah, so again, I think the the most important key is matching what your needs are in that moment with what you, um, you know, to what you're kind of naturally gravitating towards. So if you're somebody that is pretty verbal and loves just delving into things, you know, that expressive journaling where you're sitting down with a, Topic and just kind of on you know open ended and letting the pen flow across the paper or, or your fingers across the uh, keyboard um, that will probably be a better fit for you than somebody that um, finds that process a little bit more um, intimidating or or challenging. That mm-hmm. said, there's a lot of um, room for for um, growth in there too, and for um, you know for trying out things that are not initially what you know something that you might want to shy away from um so it's really a question of finding a fit between mm. what your goals are um and um you know and, and trying things out and finding um something that that works that is realistic that works for your lifestyle so if you say yeah i'm going to journal every day and day i'm going to write 20 minutes in a journal um If that is something that isn't, you know, that isn't realistic for your, um, you know, I'm going to do it every morning, but let's say, um, or I'm going to, um, yeah, you could say I'm going to do it every morning. But your mornings currently are filled with responsibility, getting people on the school bus and um, uh, rushing off to work or you've got early morning calls then that might not be the most realistic Mm -hmm. time to be starting a habit like that. So it's really um, a question of finding, again, a fit of what, um, you know, whatever style resonates with you as well as what's realistic.
0: That's such a a great
1: point. I'm happy to talk about all, you know, a a lot of different formats that, um, you know, that a lot of people find find useful.
0: Yeah, I think that our listeners would love to hear that. I know I would because I'm sitting here taking mental notes of some of the things that you just mentioned, and I feel that I have comments on at least three or four things that you just shared.
1: Excellent. And I'd love to hear <laughs> how what you've done in the past, what you're currently doing, you know, how um, how that's how that's working for you or mm-hmm. challenges that have, you know, that present themselves and then what you do in response. Because a lot of people when they hit a, a barrier and something say, yeah, you know, I'm done. I'm done for now.
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, first and foremost, I really appreciate that you shared about scheduling because you have such a great point that it could be one of those um, bucket list resolutions for the new year to say, okay, I'm going to spend 20 minutes every morning to journal. And although that sounds great and dandy and all of that, the reality is, as you said, if there are things right now that are occupying our time and energy and space in the mornings, then that can almost seem more of a stress than something that can actually feel like a release of, of overwhelm and pressure. So I'm yes. going to start implementing this, you know, into reevaluating my personal, um, you know, daily habits and goals, because again, like you, you're really um, speaking to me and this is really resonating with me because I, when I was journaling during school, for example, it was more on the fly. If I was, if I had like a revelation or if I experienced a breakthrough or if, you know, something triggered something, I needed to write it down right then and there. And it didn't feel like a chore. It didn't feel like something that I had to do in order to, you know, just, check something off of my to-do list. It was truly done out of a way of, as we've said, like a self-awareness exercise and just this really mindful practice of reflecting and documenting how I'm feeling, what's, you know, what may have caused it. And mm-hmm. and that made me feel better. So that was when journaling and my mental health were in sync. <laughs> and yeah. then I think that somewhere along the way, like I've been out of college for six years now and You know, I have had a lot of these wishful thinking um, ideas. I tend to be one to have her head in the clouds and be very, very big picture thinking and needing to learn how to distill all of those big ideas and say, okay, what realistically can happen this month, this week, today?
1: And those are phenomenal questions to ask yourself. Absolutely. Those are, those are questions <laughs> I've actually included in um, my book, um, my workbook, the Big Idea Journal. So that is really funny that you just mentioned them.
0: Oh and wow, that's awesome. That.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and- those are very key questions to help ground you in what mm-hmm. is realistic. We're going to stick with things that are realistic. If, if something, if, if we're falling short, you know, there is a tendency just throwing the towel. Right. So, yeah. And so and and so we're talking about journaling right now, but this certainly is much more global than that. If your goal is, you know, again with a bucket list, every morning I'm going to hit the gym or I'm going to do whatever, if, that, if that's not realistic for your schedule, um it will fall off. Mhm. Right? Yeah. yeah, and and when you
0: mentioned earlier about the tracking, it's amazing how maybe subconsciously I knew I was tracking, but I didn't consciously think, okay, well this is me creating a log of how I'm feeling and what I'm doing. But speaking of working out, um, you know, and again, we're like very in sync here. I'm really loving this. When I started my fitness journey about a year and a half ago, um, Mm -hmm. I do home workouts through Beachbody, which has been very great for my schedule because I'm more of a night person than I am a morning person. Mm -hmm. Bless the people who are like, I'm going to get up at seven and work out before
1: work. Like I'm just not that person and I won't ever be that person. And that is the beauty of there being (laughs) diversity in this world. (laughs) There are people at at five in the morning and there are people that will never be at the gym at five in the morning.
0: Absolutely. And I really appreciate you saying that because I really do honor the diversity in everyone. And, you know, for me, I would rather stay awake until 3 a.m. than wake up at five or something to do work. So, this again is like an exercise of self-awareness and just really honoring your decisions and saying, okay, I'm not going to force myself to be a morning person. I'm a night person, so I'm going to save everything for the evening. And so when I was incorporating the workouts, I actually started a blog where I was logging my body, mind and spirit like how I was feeling with, you know, from a physical sense, from a mental uh-huh. sense and from a spiritual sense and I'm really loving that we're that we're talking about this because I have not visited that online journal in like at least a year because when I stopped the first um, challenge that I did, it was like an 80 day challenge, I stopped mm-hmm. using it and I stopped going on my virtual diary. So yeah. then it started changed into more of the of the writing. but I do feel that that's also something that's really resonating with me is to mm-hmm. to go back to that because, I felt better first and foremost just expressing how I was feeling as I was feeling it. And now that I'm a year and a half into my workouts, I'm able not only to lift heavier weights, which of course feels like an external celebration, like wow, I you know, I used to start with fives or whatever, but from a mental capacity, it's like I I'm so much more certain and there's so much more clarity that I can do this. And that right. has also made my commitment to do other programs a lot easier.
1: So now, That's very
0: reinforcing, right? Absolutely. So now it's like, okay, I'm 100% positive that I can dedicate 30 minutes a day. So when I set that goal, it doesn't seem daunting. It's very, very fluid and very um, natural at this point. It's mm-hmm. part of, it became a habit. So I love, again, just I'm trying to remember like all the different points that you, that you brought up. Cause I, again, had these light bulbs going off and I'm like, okay, tracking. Yes you know, being able to, to have more self awareness about, you know, realistically what will and will not work for me check. And then that was the other aspect. So that that's kind of where journaling was for me and sort of, you know, if I were to ask myself that question, like what does journaling mean to you now? Like I now have a newfound appreciation for it thanks to you and this conversation. So I'm I'm excited um to have this um you know, this reconnection
1: yeah. with journaling. That's, that's a phenomenal point that you can reconnect with journaling at any point. Mm. So then, uh, you know, an avid recorder of things you've, you know, it's been tied into um, something such as a workout program or some you know, something, you know, a class that you're taking where you're journaling or whatever. Um, and then, you know, that ends or that period in your life ends. You can pick up you can take what you learned from that experience or what was working for for you during that time, and the minute it comes into your mind again, start then right It doesn't mm-hmm. have a physical moment when you started it can be oh, I just had a conversation about this um yeah i'm gonna I'm gonna you know get myself a new blank journal or I'm gonna grab that journal from before and and you know open up a new page or Um, download an app or open up a file on my uh, you know on my computer
0: Mm
1: -hmm. do this at any point and um, you can start back up and it's you know it's it's and and if you are on a you know you are making a lot of progress um, or you're learning a lot from this it's been a really positive experience from you for you and then um you know something happens where you know you've you've gotten busy or whatever um has caused you to to step away from it for a little bit um it's that's okay right it's, mm-hmm. it's not all or nothing it can be very sporadic like you were saying um it's that's okay too It certainly to right. create a habit it it makes a lot of sense to get regular with when you want to do it and get again getting realistic but if um If it's something where you're finding benefit when there's something on your mind or there's something you want to jot down so that you'll remember it later, um, Mm -hmm. go for it. Right. And and thank you for sharing that. That
0: actually just reminded me of another light bulb that went off. That, even just hearing you say it's okay, Mm -hmm. I can feel like my physiology just, you know, like relaxing because it is so beautiful to hear and have these friendly reminders that it is okay to go at your own pace and do what feels right for you. And I know that from a mental health perspective, having that freedom, not only to know that you have the ability to do or not do whenever you feel or not feel like doing something, it's also really reassuring that, as we were talking about a little bit ago about the different formats and different ways to journal, it's it's also really reassuring to, and and comforting, that's the word that I was trying to think of, like, it's very Uh comforting to know that there are so many options and so many different ways, and that at the end of the day, it's really whatever feels best to you as an individual, Absolutely. and so there's no right or wrong answer, and for someone who suffers from obsessive compulsive disorder, it's, again, like, such a a liberating feeling to just know that there is no right or wrong, it's not black and white, like, there are so many... So many things out there and, and that it makes me feel good
1: for you know for all of us really to keep in mind every day whether we're talking about journaling or we're talking about things a lot more um, global than that but um, you know it's it's okay Where, wherever we are if we are you know fully there then we are you know we are giving it our best right mm-hmm. so I'm very generally right now but that is, you know, that is a truth. Um when we are compassionate toward ourselves, we feel better. And that's, Right. Yeah, and why not? Right? Why not allow ourselves to feel better? Because it's, you know, you know, there if there are, are some rules that we put on ourselves. We just have to um ask ourselves if that is um if that's necessary.
0: Mhm. Absolutely.
1: See, there you know, it's it's our our thinking that's gotten us there. Right. <laughs> and a, another question that, that actually
0: just is coming to me today, only because of a new activity that I tried out yesterday. Have you ever heard of or practiced bullet journaling?
1: Yep. So okay. that, I would love to talk about bullet journaling. So <laughs> This is, um, it, it's definitely a trend. It has a lot of um, devotees and it is something that, um, allows a lot of individuality, so that was kind of a theme of, of, you know, what we were talking about before, choosing what works for you, trying different things out. So a bullet journal essentially is something where there's different compartments where you can write down, you know, the things you need to buy from the store, how you're feeling, you know, three things you're feeling grateful for right now, um, the appointments you have during the day, um, you know, and a little place to sketch a picture. All in one place, and I'm mm-hmm. just pulling various examples all of the things that we've talked of have, have we spoken about so far where you know whether it be writing down you know physical activity, um, sleep tracking um, all of those things are potential entries to a bullet journal and so there are communities that exist where um, there's bullet journal devotees. Um, that share ideas about things that they are including in their bullet journals, and it's also a phenomenal opportunity for creativity. So a lot of people create their own bullet journals, and they they are able to tailor it to what's important to them um, and also allow for their own um, you know artistic expression to flourish, mm-hmm. at, you know, give that a place for and for creativity to. Um, you know, which of course is you know is phenomenal outlet in so many different, um, you know, for so many different reasons, including for mental health as well. Um, back to you know back to that topic, um, but it is a way to you know to help organize and to help um, you know again keep track of things and get things out.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: they're they're phenomenal. And if you and if the idea sounds kind of like super cool, but you're not sure where to start, there are a lot of bullet journals out there already that, um, you know, that people have created. Right. Um, so you can start there. You can look around, find something that seems like it, um, you know, it captures some of the things that you would be interested in including in a bullet journal. Um, you, can, um, you can look around, you can purchase, and then, you know, from that, either use what you purchase or start to, you know, use that as inspiration. So Absolutely. The internet and social media are ripe with inspiration for a journal. So yes. I'd
0: encourage
1: anybody who's at all interested, um, check it out. And, um, it, it is a, you know, again, phenomenal creative outlet as well as kind of organizing a lot of the important things for you or a lot of what feels like mental, uh, chaos, you know, all the activities that we yeah. have going on. And, um, it's, you know, it can be, it can be great. But again, it's important to choose what's realistic for you too. So,
0: um,
1: you know, so if it, if it seems like it's overly ambitious and you can assess that, you know, at the outset, then, you know, then let that guide you, let that awareness guide
0: you. Exactly.
1: And that's, that is a
0: really good point to make, especially with the bulleting Journal, because the Bullet Journal, because, I've seen several examples and to have, for those who have never heard of bullet journaling before, it's really key to remember going in before you even research it or before you even look at photo inspiration to know that it's, it's how you make it and how you want to make it. Because some people who either like, you know, I, I yesterday, just literally yesterday, that's why the timing of talking today about journaling and mental health is, is so perfect because. I found a meetup group through an email that came up about Mm -hmm. bullet journaling, and I had never heard of it, so I just started researching about it yesterday, like, Mm -hmm. you know, for the first time, and I went last night, and I almost wish that I knew, like, how many variations there are, because the people in my group were graphic designers or illustrators, and some of them Mm -hmm. brought in watercolors and different, you know, markers and things. They did an amazing, amazing job, but it did make me feel a little bit overwhelmed, but okay. with the packet that was going around with other examples, um, the host actually brought a bare bone, like absolute minimum, you know, couple of entries of like what some of the um, what some of those uh, like forms look like. And it, again, like made me feel better. So I found one yep. that worked for me and I had brought just like it wasn't the the traditional bullet journal with the little dots. It was just a normal journal. But I used the format that made sense to me to do like habits and to do. And then on the on the left hand side, it was just like Monday through Friday or Monday through Sunday. Yep. So it was it was great. I I really enjoyed it. And to be honest, it was very relaxing. We met at like a press in the city. And, um, you know, for an hour and a half, we just sat. We listened to the music that was playing. It was jazz. And we all were just vibing on that same frequency because we're all there with the same, you know, passion and um, excitement to learn about it and love for journaling. So it sure. was it was an awesome experience. Love I'm not for, sure if you've know, done but that. Else, but...
1: Clearly it was a love for for creative expression too. So yeah. you have, you know, you have a, a room full of people that, you know, have a background in graphic design and, and what have you. So there is that tendency if that's not your background to feel intimidated. Wow, they're mm. like beautiful. Mine, mine does not but you but as you were saying there there is not well as you know as we've been talking about there isn't just one way to do it but um while some things might you know, feel intimidating there are um you know there are a whole range of things to choose from and that there are more bare bones um places to start and that is probably a very good place to start mhm you know, over time, yours can evolve where you're, um, you know, creating, um, you know, floral images on every day of the week. It's you know, if, if that's what you want to do, <laughs> that's,
0: um, right?
1: Um, but with with the bullet journals, it's there's a lot of ways to incorporate um, your mental health into tracking um, as well. So you could, you know, on every you could, you know, create a calendar for the month where you're tracking your mood each day or Um, you know, tracking, you know, things like sleep, exercise, diet, um, um, and then maybe, you know, noting also mood alongside with it. Um, Also, I've seen a lot of uh, affirmations in Mm. bullet journals as well, which I think are phenomenal. So find, you know, so you can list, you know, Five things that you're grateful for about yourself, for example, or you could, um, you know, come up with, um, you know, adjectives, you know, I am, and then, you know, fill the page with words that, um, that you're feeling that, um, you know, that will serve as a, um, you know, some, some sort of visual reminder of how Mm. you feel about yourself when you're feeling good about yourself so that you know this is coming from you this is not you know this is not a canned um you know greeting card or anything like that it's <laughs> words that you know that you're feeling in that moment that are there that you wrote down that you you know the, you know created some sort of um you know arrangement of um whether they're beautifully you know drawn and you know, hand-lettered or just kind of in, you know, with a pencil and, and paper. But these are, you know, these. this is you doing that. You're, you're thinking through and then you've recorded it and it's there and it's there mm-hmm. to, to refer back to. Right. Yeah, affirmations is such a powerful
0: tool for me as well. Like, and I, I actually was so inspired yesterday by the meetup that I was considering starting one also in, in New York about yeah. like, affirmation and mantras. And, and, you know, really incorporating um, that commitment to picking what feels right for you and then tracking, you know, like what, what this did for you today and in this situation versus that, that situation. So it really is, it's a way to, you know, and I know we've, we've said, or I've heard you saying this word, if you times, creativity, that I, I feel the most like alive <laughs> when I am connecting with that side of me as well because it really is it's almost like we're going back into a child' state where we're looking at things with such awe and wonder and you know if there's no there is no right or wrong answer and you can like scribble on a page if you want to you can you know free flow so it it really inspired me and and also like helped me really be in this headspace about this topic today like Totally immersed in it. So you captured it
1: right there. Yeah, I'm loving uh, it. and and you know, and, and just you know, being in the moment and being with that and allowing yourself that space to you know to get it all out and let go any expectations of how something um, should look or um, whether it's you know meeting some. If you're if you're thinking that that e that you made is a little too small, then you know mm-hmm. add on to it or right. Start the word over somewhere else or turn it into a flower or whatever. You know, there's, there's really endless um, possibilities when we are, allow ourselves that, that space to. I
0: love that. It out. Definitely. And as we are coming to a close, the final question, which again goes beautifully to the mm-hmm. point that you just made. What are some of the steps that our listeners can take today to start yes. using journaling to really help them manage their mental health?
1: Okay, so the the most important thing is to grab a pencil or open up a tab on your, you know, on your word processor or whatever and just start writing. So whether mm-hmm. it's kind of a blank page and you just want to talk about what you are, um, you know, doing, you know, how you're feeling right now or um, or you have something pointed that you would like to discuss, or uh, you know, you'd like to... Um, you know, focus on, um, you know, again, it could just be recording things, Um, you know, (laughs) you can record your mood, you can record um, the activities or or things that you've eaten for the day, Um, just start. So that would be my Mm. advice is you can put anything and everything off, but why Mm -hmm. not just start? Absolutely. Great question. Why not just start? <laughs> That's motivation for me, too. It's like and break through that barrier, platform. right? Of course we can have expectations around, you know, how something should look and whether we really have a strategy in there in place, too. But, you know, try it out. See how it goes. Exactly. Guys, how it goes without a strategy. There are uh, – and then from there you can learn, you know, you could um, – you know, reflect on the process, okay, this was challenging, I didn't have a strategy, and maybe um, that could be useful. So, Mm -hmm. you know, from that process, you can then incorporate a strategy of, you know, strategy being, um, you know, I will I will uh, journal in response to you know to a specific prompt, such as mm. how was my day today, or um, you know something perhaps even more specific and guided than that. Or I'm going to journal uh, at the beginning or the end of the day um, if you're looking to create a habit. Um, or I'm going to write three things that feel you know that I'm feeling inspired. Um, by or I'm feeling grateful for right now. Mm. That's, that's a great, yeah, too. That, that definitely
0: is. And I, I will add that the gratitude, I started a gratitude journal Mm. last year and it was just like I did a sprint of it. I didn't, it wasn't meant at the time to be a super, super long lasting, but I really wanted to get into that headspace of like really, you know, elevating my mood through gratitude and mm-hmm. even if, and, and this could also be, you know, something that would help a listener feel a little bit more at ease if there's pressure about, well, how am I going to, you know, if I want to journal every day but I don't have the time or I forget or whatever, you know, how am I going to implement this every day? Yeah. One thing that helps me especially, again, with OCD is just taking things in, in like little sprints. So if I tell myself, okay, you're going to have this gratitude journal for um, two weeks you know, then I, I work on it for the two weeks. And if it feels right, I keep doing it. And if it doesn't, you sit back, you reevaluate, and you make changes if need be. But it right. does also help me with my mental health to also do things in like little sprints like that. But, you know, mm-hmm. really just want to emphasize like how empowering and incredible, um, just vibrating on that, that frequency of, of gratitude is amazing, because it really does give you time to go internally and, and really think about the things that make you happy, proud, excited, et cetera. And like, what are you excited and happy and grateful for? Yes. And it, it really helps with your mood. So <laughs> and then
1: that would be the other thing. It is just, like, I think through. told all of your listeners on that, uh, on, you know, on that practice and I wholeheartedly, um, would, um, Support everything you just said right there. Um, oh, and I've run many gratitude journaling workshops, and there are you know really so many benefits that come from just the simple act of redirecting our thoughts and our focus to those things that we're feeling
0: grateful absolutely. for. Oh, wonderful.
1: Marnie, you are amazing. <laughs> oh, thank I'm you. This was so, so much fun. I love talking about this topic. Me too.
0: <laughs> thank to to you. I really, this has been such a pleasure and I'm, I'm so grateful. And again, it is, it is wonderful to to talk about this topic because again, it is something that, that does mean a lot to me as well. And I was so excited when, when we connected on Twitter and that was, you know, the topic that we um, decided on. So, you know, I'm, I'm more than happy and and would love to extend an invite for a part two, if there was, you know, anything or, or, you know, even if there was like a workshop in the city that um, yeah, not sure how many of, my My online family members are from New York, um, but uh, would love to you know help support you with your practice and your books and your workshops and if there are other like these kinds of um, upcoming events to to let us know and you know we're all here to support you as well.
1: Thank you. I uh, would love to continue our relationship together and um, I hope that you get your bullet journaling. Um, <laughs> Workshops together. I know there's there's a part of me that like I love that idea too. So so uh, lots of lots of ideas generated.
0: Absolutely. Look at this. We'll collab. That's what I feel like a collab coming on. <laughs> I'm feeling it too. Amazing. Well, Sam, definitely want to encourage you to show Marnie all of your love and support. As I shared at the beginning, I am going to be sharing all of her links in the description of this podcast. Our websites, again, are smarthealthspike.com and rightreflectgrow.com. Marty, I know that you're on Twitter. I will have that link as well. Are there any other social media platforms that you would like um, our listeners to know about so we can go and support you? Sure. I am
1: also going to be growing the Instagram and uh, Facebook pages for Right Reflect Grow as well. They are currently up there. A little awesome. well, on the quiet side, but they will. There will be. There will be lots of stuff coming soon. Excited! I can't mm-hmm. wait. Wonderful. Well, thank you again so much. This has
0: been so magical. I'm so grateful for you, and thank you for everything. And um, we will. I, I'm going to go start my journal. Like that's, just, that's what I'm, I'm Getting excited. I know. I'm feeling the inspiration too.
1: <laughs> Amazing, Marnie. Thank you again. You're so welcome.
0: Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this week's episode. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and tune in next week for a new topic. To help spread the good vibes, please share this episode with friends and family. Or if you share on social, be sure to tag me at Lizzie.